Okay, everybody, go to push to talk. Just so you know, I only got maybe three or 45 minutes here. Well, that just means you're going to talk about Lupin first, and hopefully you don't have giant pauses again. Um. All right, so... Uh, this is a very unusual life story. Don't expect this one to take too long, but this is an epilogue mixed with a fragment of a story. You know how these things go by now. When we have life stories that are extremely short, we like to put multiples together so you know we can get close to 30 minutes since we're not going to touch 30 minutes. For those who tuned in, well, at the time of this recording yesterday, but for whoever's watching this, based on the last episode or previously in our last episode... Uh, we discuss the possible conclusion to the epic arc of the Drunk White Girl Saga at Animu Conventions. Clarissa Doring was safely returned to Michigan, and then she ninja vanished off the face of the earth. And I hope she's doing fine. And, well, I know it sounds weird when someone who has a crush says, I, I want to see them again, but I don't mean it in that dirty way. It's more along the lines of, I want to see how they're doing and if they're okay still. And I mean, whatever after that, that aside. Uh, all right. So as I mentioned previously, nearing the end of the last episode, at this point, everything's said and done. And I'm extremely, extremely furious because everyone who defended Dia a.k.a. Sir Wilfred Camilligan. That name is too long, but we're just going to call him Sir because it's still stupid and funny that a grown man's first name is Sir. Uh, Sir is locked up. He didn't get bail. The judge said, nah, I don't trust you. You sus, basically. So he was denied bail. And I hope he's still riding in jail. So, with that being said, I went on, as I mentioned, a violent, verbally violent, angry, cursing, ranting tirade to every single person that defended him, stopped me from catching this man before he did all the shit that he did to that woman and those cats, and also, uh, you know, just wanted to deny everything, and then when things finally came to light, as officer, you also saw, flip their story and said, I always knew there was something off about him. Yeah, right, motherfucker. Hate those ones the most. If you knew what's happening, fucked it. If you say something, idiot. They're bad liars. It's that simple. They're just bad liars, and they want to. They want to not catch negative attention. So, anyways, um, I think three days later, three days later, I'm just, I was walking to someplace. Because I ended up staying at a friend's house overnight because he wanted me to tell him, ironically, the entire whole story and saga. But it, instead of going from beginning to middle to end like we're doing, it went from middle to beginning then to end. Because when I told them what happened, the first thing I asked is how I knew Clarissa. It's like, remember when I told you I've only had like three or four white girl crushes in my entire life? Like, yeah, okay, this is number two. And also the most dangerous, even though she's a nice person. James, are you on push to talk? Keep hearing a popping sound and your mic's the one who keeps going green every random five seconds. Anyways, 
And I was like, yeah, yeah, well, that's how I knew Clarissa Doring, blah, 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 blah. Like, second of only five Caucasian crushes I've ever had. But anyways, um, I end up waking up, and I'm a little mad. I miss the bus going into the train. And if you know anything about Illinois, or rather Chicago, we pride ourselves on our trains, especially since, you know, we're pretty much better at it than New York City. So you can get from one end of the city to the other with less than five dollars. I'm told that's kind of a low bar. I just don't know trains. I live in Michigan. We don't have jack shit. No, that's an extremely high bar. You've only lived here. I've lived in 13 states and I've visited at least 11 countries. That's a high bar for North America. We are the standard by which no other state truly compares. New York will get subways that are popular and people love them and then abandon them and don't fix them. It's fucking weird. Uh, no, what, what I'm saying here is New York, from what I'm hearing at least, people live there and have visited notoriously awful public transit. It's right. awful because they don't repair it, but it's heavily used and they don't have enough carts on their trains either. That's the biggest problem that they have. They're at a point where they basically need to have a double-decker Metro-style train running through the tunnels, but they don't. And they also don't want to add more cars. So it's their own damn fault because they always get a mayor or a governor who don't want to give a shit about it. But they're the first ones to tell you don't go here because it's run down or uh, dilapidated. But then they won't sell it to people who will fix it or who will change it into something that the city can use. It's, but at the same time, here's the ironic part. They got like the second best train system as far as public transit. Or uh, fourth at this point. I think California came up at some point, but only, cer but only certain cities. But I digress. So it was, the f uh, it was the first train of the day, uh, first bus of the day, and I didn't feel like waiting, right? Then I found out just by reading the signs and doing the text thing, because you can text the bus stop signs and they'll tell you when the next one's coming. That wasn't the first bus of the day I missed. That was the last bus of the previous shift, the early bird shift I missed. So another bus ain't coming for another four hours. So I'm more agitated than normal because missing the bus don't normally bother me, but I'm holding in a lot of rage from all the people I found out were secretly shit talking me saying, oh, I'm insecure about Dia. I just want to be like Dia. Just basically feelings I've never fucking had for someone half my weight, half my size and dick. And it aggravated the fuck out of me that they, instead of apologizing or just trying to say, it's not that big of a deal, bro. It's not that big of a deal, bro. He kidnapped someone. And my buddy was trying to calm me down, but now I'm just riled back up. So as I'm walking down the street to go to the bus station, which is about two miles away, I can almost see a piece of it in distance, not too far. And I mumble cursing under my breath. I see this guy and this girl in, in like a front yard grass while I'm walking by. And he just goes, I'm sorry. Look, I had to get another shift to give you all that money. Well... I don't really see no money in my hand right now. I had to pay the light bill. I'm shit you not. This is what I heard. And this is before we had the term simps or rather it got popular again because simp has existed for some time, but it's meant different things. Initially, it was a contraction for simpleton. So 
I walk down the street because it's like right on the edge of the block. And I pick this dude up off his knees. And I just grab him by the fucking collar. She ain't worth shit. That is a worthless piece of shit. Don't feed that thing. And then I realize at the same time I stop. I don't, I still have my angry face, but in turn I'm like, oh shit. I need to get this shit under control. This is eating away at me. I should not have done that. But this dude looks at me and he says, he smacks his hand away from me. I was like, oh, we about to box. I'm going to feel bad for winning this one because he doesn't deserve to get his ass beat, but I'm going to take him the fuck out. And he goes, look here, bitch. Moves me out the way and he starts cursing her out and blah, 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 blah. And I sat there in the grass and I watched this man throw her shit, no trash bag, out of the windows of his house. And then two of the neighbors came out and they was like, hey, what's, uh, what happened? A man is being born today. And he just answered, you know what I said? He broke up with that gold digging bitch. So I just went. I ain't saying she a gold digger. And me and him, this complete stranger, finished the sentence. But she ain't messing with no broke niggas. Yes, Nico? I'm just laughing like, that's great. She got it. She had it coming. Fucker. And it could have went so, so bad. Surprised you would say that. And it could have went so bad because like, I could have beat this dude's ass and he didn't deserve it and shit. Because, hey, I'm not going to let someone beat my ass just because they don't deserve to lose to me. Um, And I was like, hey, man. Let me ask you something. So we got to talking, blah, blah, blah. Dude ends up giving me a ride to the bus. And we talked about Smash Bros in the car. And he's like, you know what? You kind of cool dude, man. Hey, you know, if I have a bump into you again, because I got a friend who don't live too far from here, feel free to, you know, let me know the situation. Because I'm pretty sure I would love to know how that court case is going to end. He's basically going to sue her. I don't know what he was going to try to sue her for, but he he, he was going to sue her. And he succeeded. I mean, girls sue guys for, like, abusive relationships all the time. Like, not saying that, like, they shouldn't. Obviously, it's a really bad situation. But it does go both ways. If a guy's in an abusive relationship, he should get the same kind of treatment. However, as we all know, the court system is inherently biased. I like how, don't get me wrong, everyone who has common sense and historical knowledge acknowledges systemic racism unless you support and condone racism. But... It almost never gets any attention online unless you see it in a TED talk or a lawyer's paid commercial. Uh, there's systemic sexism too, but it favors women instead of degrades them. So you get fucked as a dude. No lube. Anyways. So let me turn off this light. So he eventually, one day I'm just passing by again. I'm going to my friend's house and he hunks the horn. He's like, hey, what's up? He pulls over, gets out the car. Bro, 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 I got 40 grand. You got 40 grand. I gave him the biggest high five I've ever given anybody. And I was like, man, what are you about to do? I'm going to spend it all on a new car. Hold on now. Hold on. You already got a pretty nice car. Yes, yeah, last year's model. I ain't had it that long. I was like, how about you just pay it off and you know pay off pay back all the utility bills or any late debts you have so you can basically be a 21 year old or i'm assuming he's 21 year old i don't know all these at the time a early 20s guy who has no chronic debt and he looks at me like man you're smart 
you're smart, bro. I was like, oh, okay. That's why she's able to fuck with you. You're a gullible, innocent idiot. I was like, hey, uh, I mean, I guess you could say that, bro. You're obviously smart. It's like, no, that was pretty basic information. It's like, well, I'm not from here. I was like, oh, well, shit. Where you from? I'm Michiganian. I was like, oh. Sounds about shit. Wait, did he say Michiganian? What the fuck? It took a minute. But no, dumb people from Michigan. That sounds about right. Would anyone? Does anyone else note notate the irony in that whole little exchange? Me and Nick. Shut up. I understand. Leave me alone. Very very late. Didn't register. Like what the fuck says that? I have never in once in my life in my twenty seven years of living in Michigan heard somebody say Michiganian. And she's a teacher. <laughs> hey, teacher. Okay, it doesn't count. Oh my god, this is ah, uh, you are fucking priceless. Anyways, uh, all right. So <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm still kind of sort of laughing. All right. So yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> where was I? Prime content. That's what I'm here for. Sure. So I was like, hey, you know what? You like Smash Bros? You know I do. Hey, come with me real quick. I'm going to Mark's house. So me and this uh, guy go to Mark's house. I'm like, hey, can you tell me your name again? He has completely forgotten that I never actually got his name. Oh, I'm Billy. I was like, okay, Billy. So I get to talking and I get to know Billy. And I started teaching him some life basics. Then Mark starts uh, chiming in. Then Mark's girlfriend starts chiming in. And then we all get tea. I don't know how the fuck that happened. Apparently, there was some place you could literally deliver, get tea deliveries from. And this was like 2004 or five. No, I don't know. When it, whatever year I was like that this went down. So between 18 years old and 20 years old, apparently that was. I need place. that place. I need to like learn about that place. I want tea delivered. You live in Michigan. I'm going to go find it. You don't want tea delivered because I like tea. think about how much that delivery fee is going to be right now. Yeah. So anyways. Um, and I got me some, I got me a half mango, half a peach tea with a hint of lemon. So it doesn't get too sweet. And Billy's like, so are you like some type of financial accountant or something? I'm like, so Marcos, man, this nigga hate math. I promise you, he's the guy you want to go to when you want to do <gasps> book learning. He said that shit like that is I'm like and I looked I'm like that is the most countryest thing I don't I think I've ever heard someone say to me in like 10 years. What? You're not used to people saying book learning. Don't you know Michigan is the southern of the north. I hate it. Actually, at this point in time, I know. That was about all I could do for country isms or our country accent. That's all I could muster. Yeah, we know from the girl who keeps forgetting she's not white. Anyways, I don't know this at the time. So I was like, are you sure you're not from Kentucky? Now, for those of you who know your geography, that's a very ironic statement. What state is directly below Michigan? Exactly. I don't, like, I, I, I'm trying to figure out what the connection is here. Kentucky's so far away. You're asking which state's below Michigan, the... The next question would be upper or lower Michigan. 
Ah, that's true. See, as a Michigander, we just think about the entire fucking state as one thing. At least I do. I always forget about the Upper Peninsula. Fuck it. Michigander is what you are when someone is saying where you're from is Michigonian. Because no one says Michigander-er. I just don't... I've never heard somebody say Michigonian! Why is this a thing? Why am I just now learning about this? You already know the answer and have said it three times because you live in Michigan. It's true. Having a crisis here. That gives you a crisis. Okay. All right. So, uh, I and I was trying not to laugh so hard, I partially bit my tongue a little bit. Like, book learning, it just... It tickled me pink and Mark's girlfriend, I don't know her fucking name. She literally snuck behind the couch, ran into another room and just started laughing and holding her face because it was that funny. Just to watch him say book learning. Oh my God. But yeah, uh, the states that border Michigan, you know, cause I don't know if you really count Ontario, Ohio and Indiana, which are, Died in the wool, bloody red states. Oh, that's true. So it was just kind of ironic. This blue state that has the fucking uh, public transportation of a shitty red state is got people who talk this level of country. And so I kept asking, you you were born and raised in Michigan. Uh-huh. Live no place else. Well, I'm in Chicago now. It was like... Yes, I know. And this shit was hilarious at the time. But, you know, he ain't a bad dude. But you can see how he got punked and played. He's using Michiganian logic. He's thinking the girlfriend isn't actually the girlfriend. The girlfriend is just a pre-wife. Which is a very derogatory and offensive thing. Or a pre-fiance. But pre-wife is shorter. And she milked him for all all he was worth. But she did it in such a way, well, some of the shit was illegal. So that's why he got more than what he gave her. He gave her a total $15,000 in five months. And he got 40. That's a nice net profit to me. And I'm just like, hey, man, I'm glad you got her out of her life, your, your life. Well, she's still my coworker. I was like, does she talk to you or does she ignore you or hold her head down when you walk past that one? I was like, good. That means she's embarrassed and she's scared. You hold the power now. So three, four months later, me and Mark randomly get to know him. It's the summer and we randomly fucking around or talking and texting. I get to know him. And then one day, uh, three dudes showed up to his place. We were walking back from Mark's place. Mark didn't give us a ride. It was perfectly fine. And I told him, hey, look, don't be running through. Don't don't cut through somebody's backyard and hop fences and shit. Well, I don't see no problem. I did it all the time when I was back home. I was like, yes, and you're also white, so you won't get shot. Here's the thing, though. That's a crime, technically. You don't need that charge. Can you get it removed? Probably. But listen, if you're a chronic repeat offender... They might not even want to appeal the shit. Just walk around to the edge of the block. You only you only lose in an extra five, six minutes. 
you're smart, man. It was like, yeah, just, just let's walk the normal way. And we're going back because I had left my book bag over there because I didn't plan to go to Mark's place. I left my book bag over there. And there's three people in his yard. Three dudes. And, he's, and then we just start walking slower because remember, we're coming on the edge of the block and turning. And we slowly walk and they just noticed we started walking slower. Like, hey, which one of you is Billy? And I'm hoping he's smart because one of these dudes has a bat. I was like, I'm Billy. Nice to meet you. It's like, you fucking idiot. You fucking idiot. So he starts walking to him with his hand come out. All three of them start running at him. I yanked the back of his collar. And I was like, hey, we're going back to Mark's place. Like, what did you do? It was like, what the fuck? They asked for you. What did you do? And he was was like, I don't know those guys. It's like. Okay, uh, whatever gold dig bitch name is, yeah, whatever, whoever she is, I bet you she with them. Why would anyone want to defend her? Because she lies and manipulates people and she has big tits and she thinks it's okay to manipulate people and is also an asshole, but everyone likes her besides you reminding me of, fuck, a few too many people I know. Um, and I was like, bro, this is a hit squad. These are probably her cousins or something, or she lied about saying she got raped. Contrary to popular belief, uh, even though it's been reported that there is a genuine statistic that disturbingly increases about the amount of women who lie about being raped, the original reason wasn't because they wanted to get someone arrested. They wanted relatives and uh, close associates to beat somebody's ass. Who wasn't just going to do it without incentive? That That's actually why it happens. This is a textbook case of that. And I'm trying to teach him this while I'm panting and shit and we're trying to run. And I just yell, Mark, Mark. We're on it. We're getting towards the edge of his block. Remember, it's a two block walk, but he's in the middle of it. So we're kind of sort of running three blocks, right? And he looks, his girlfriend looks out the window and she just like, she waves and goes, what the fuck? And I was like, open the side door. So we go and we run over there and we're about to open a side door. And Mark comes out. And Mark's like, Mark has his katana. Yes, he's that kind of animal. Mark has his katana. And I'm like, oh, thank God, we got a chance now. Don't get me wrong. This is not prime destruction me. This is the me that can take maybe two people. He can take one guy, but three dudes and one of them has a weapon. I don't know what's going to happen. So I'm just like, hey, let me borrow that real quick. It's like, you got it. All I need is my fist. And his girlfriend is staying out the window. You would think she would call the cops. Nope. She fucking pulled out some world star shit. And this is when world star was kind of sort of new. And she just starts filming and shit. Man, I took that sword out. I threw that sheep so hard it hit his garage door. And I'm just like, fuck y'all trying to do. And they just stopped. Well, we only wanted Billy. Yeah, why is that exactly? We know what you did to Sonia. I threw her panties out the window? And he says it like it's a question. (laughs) And I started laughing. This is a serious moment, but it was really funny because he just goes, and he said it like it's a question. I threw her panties out the window? Like he's on Jeopardy or some shit. I I shouldn't have been laughing, but I started laughing. So, but here's the thing. They interpret that as me going crazy and wanting having like some type of bloodlust. No, I'm laughing at what he said. He's like, whoa, man, calm down. 
It's uh, not that serious. Bitch, your homie got a fucking bat. Once you get a weapon like a bat involved, yeah, no. That shit's serious. Yeah, so I was like, I was like, look, well, all we heard was that some rich idiot was beating up on my cousin and tried to rape her or something in her sleep. And y'all work together and her job isn't going to do anything about it. So me, Mark, and Billy look at each other and go, man. And then we just went, oh, yeah, we all said the same thing and high five. Like we, it, it, it's a serious moment, but it keeps randomly getting de-escalated. I, I acknowledge that. And I was like, look, this is what I know happened. And Billy's like, this is what actually happened. And Mark's just like, yeah, because Mark don't know shit <laughs> other than he got rid of his girlfriend. And he's just going, yeah. It was, again, this is a serious moment, but the shit's funny. Then the cops show up and I throw the katana over his uh, back fence. And uh, his girlfriend goes, gets it, brings it back in the house. And, you know, they, they do the usual up against the wall, hands against the wall, pat us down. Didn't ask us any questions. And then they decided they want to talk to us. So we told them what's going on. Shit, you not. This is what the cop said. He looks at his partner. Says, uh, "How you want to rate? How you want to call this? Do I want to call this?" She took his money, and he was in need. And half of us just went, "Yeah, she's a trifling bitch in need." <laughs> okay, gentlemen, uh, do not run around with bats in a suburban quiet neighborhood. And uh, we didn't see the katana. I was like, and he looked dead at me. And I was like, oh, shit. Yes, officer. Thank you very much. You have a nice day. You'd be surprised if the police notice sometimes. And you'd also be surprised what they, and you'd also be surprised, uh, what they don't notice. <laughs> yeah, especially when it involves gold diggers. So, uh, so they leave. They pull off. Me and the other guys is like, hey, man, I'm sorry. They shook hands. We fist bumped. They went about their business. And he said, don't worry. We got something special for Sonia. I was like, and Billy goes, what's that? Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh Billy. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Don't ask questions. So Mark's girlfriend's coming. I was like, holy shit. That was insane. It was like, why did you call the cops? Oh, I didn't call the cops. I was trying to put it on Worldstar. That's how I know she was putting it on Worldstar, she told me. So we all just look at her like, what? Now, what ends up happening is we're eating and chilling and I'm getting ready to leave again. And he's like, man, uh, Mark tells me, man, Zach, sometimes I think you just need to be this dude's teacher. Like, teach what? Life. He seems like one of those people who, you know, they don't know a lot of stuff, but they're capable of learning. So they're not. They're stupid, but they're not as stupid as they think. And they can become smart. I can become smart. And I was like, theoretically, yeah, Billy, listen, you can be stupid, but stupid is not where you have to end. Think about it. When you were a baby, you used to crawl, right? Yeah. Okay. But you stand on two feet now, right? I can run too. Again, now we all just start trying to fight back laughter. So I was like, yeah, it's the same with being stupid. You don't have to stay stupid. 
You just need to be able to listen. And even if you can't remember everything, you know, make sure they're giving you links to stuff and text and stuff like that. I was like, and he was like, oh yeah, well, can you like do that for me? I mean, I guess. Sweet. I'll be your apprentice. And that's how I got my first apprentice. Precious. And 14 fights that we survived later. Uh, one four-year college degree. Uh, two more lawsuits and the discovery of a good woman that respects him. And two godchildren, my godchildren, later. They, and the, the boy has my, my middle name. My first name is his middle name. Uh, my first apprentice has now ascended to godhood. And I fucking respect him. I respect the shit out of him. I really respect most of my apprentices. There's really only one I don't respect, but to be fair, it's her own damn fault. But if she ends up being smarter and more financially stable and prepare for retirement, I've done my job, but she'll still be a dick to me. I wasn't listening. Was he talking about me? See, I've got a lot of work to do. She's very stupid. The end. I tried to come up something witty at the end there, and I literally couldn't. I'm so sad. Missed opportunities. I mean, she kind of figured it out, like, without you have to uh, say anything. So she kind of witty. But to be fair, there's no way for her to come up with anything witty, because anything she say would imply, well, she's ascended, but she hasn't. But she will one day, but she'll never be able to outjoke me. Thing is, though, Zach thinks that he can conquer my ability to ignore people, and that's hilarious. I mean, I can, but I can only do it when I'm in two feet of people. So, yeah, you can ignore me all the fucking time online. It's called a mute button. But in person, oh no, no, because I know exactly what to do to make a woman pay attention. It's very easy. It's very easy. You fuck up their hair. Notice how she didn't have a rebuttal. I have ways around that. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, sure. All right. Uh, any questions before I end this one? Yeah. James? Oh, no. I actually enjoyed it. Nothing at all. And just think, one day, I'll be able to teach you to do things with a knife that you never thought were possible to another human being. That's like my favorite thing to teach for some reason. I don't know. I just feel like women excel at cutting shit with knives. I mean, that sounds like fun. I'm down. Yeah, I just need to find the right weight because hunting knives don't have one set weight. You always got to make sure your weight is a certain way. Surprisingly, when my axe throwing, I use the heavier axe. Not sure why, but apparently I could throw that one better. Oh, it's because you could put more force, force and inertia behind it. Um, Makes sense. All right. Well, with that being said, this concludes the origin, the epilogue of meeting drunk white women at conventions slash the origin of the first apprentice, Billy. One day, I don't know, 10 years down the line when Neko is dad from heart failure because she doesn't exercise. I'll tell the origin story of how she went from an apprentice to a god of destruction. 
Or at least sarcasm and manipulation. I don't know. It's going to swing you the way with her. I will see you guys in the next one.